Welcome to the Odd Data Podcast, where I am taking July off. Um, <laughs> uh, long story short, I've just got so much going on between our annual family summer vacation and getting ready for that and our actually going on vacation and just all of the stuff involved that I'm not going to be releasing any new episodes for the month of July. I may or may not uh, be back at the end of the month to do a guest this month. I haven't figured that out yet just because of timing. But in the meantime, I am going to be releasing some old select episodes of the podcast that I did with my wife called Mom and Dad Cuss a Little. These are about two years old, give or take. This is before I got really great with editing audio and fixing sound, and there's only so much I can do at this point with it, but I'm going to be remixing some select episodes and sending them out to you so you get a little bit of a a fun taste of me and my wife being us, really. It's just, it was just fun doing that show, but life got in the way and we just couldn't do it anymore. Anyway. Naturally, there's going to be, because I couldn't cut them out, there's links at the end for our email, and the Facebook page is still technically active, but we don't do anything there. But there's all that sort of stuff around. Technically, you could still theoretically try and reach us there, but again, we haven't produced this show in about two years. So either way, enjoy, I guess. If you want to, you can check it out. The show is still around. If you do want to go and catch up on all the back episodes, it is mom and dad cuss a little. It is still available. All that aside, (laughs) I'm going to roll into, I've already talked longer than I intended to for this little bit. I'll be doing some more Facebook live stuff and maybe some extra Patreon stuff. I don't know exactly what I got coming, but anyway, enough, 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 enough. On with the old show. to the mom and dad cuss a little podcast the show where we give our perspective on sorry the cat marriage and parenting and having fucking cats um (laughs) marriage and parenting you want to start over through no (laughs) we're gonna keep rolling with this through the lens of us having a chaotic house with four little boys two cats a dog a tortoise and four fish I am your hostess. Yeah, Rihanna. Are you are you sure about that? I don't know. Most nights. And this is my co-host. I'm Adam. Hi, Adam. (laughs) Tonight's show is just going to be a complete fuckery of whatever, apparently, because you know, because us, because us. That's just kind of what we do, anyway. So, to quote you, how are you, dear? I do start every show that way, don't I? Yes. Um, I'm okay. I guess better than you right now. (laughs) It's weird because normally I'm the one that's either coughing or hiccuping or something, but you've been the one actually fighting hiccups tonight. No, my hiccups are gone. Because that works for you. I'm better. Yeah. Like, I'm a normal human, so mine go away. You don't get three, four-day hiccups. Which apparently is a thing. Like, chronic hiccup is actually a thing, which is very strange. But... Yeah, trust me, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Well aware. Um, Oh, I do need to apologize, y'all. I didn't realize that the the Facebook Live shows as much as it does. What I see on my end is a much shorter screen version than what y'all see so there was a lot of cleavage i'm real sorry <laughs> i told you they were you know they were gonna get a show i well didn't need that kind of show <laughs> but whatever i'm in my pajamas i'm always in my pajamas yeah pretty much. welcome to our house like yeah. i'm not putting on pants yeah i mean it was, it was like i have my, pants on but it was mostly top down they didn't see like you in your pajama shorts or nothing like no that. but there's an awful lot of extra cleavage that I would not normally show, but it's out there. <laughs> it is now out there. You you have exposed yourself to the entire internet. Oh my God, not that bad. <laughs> They'd have to pay me for that. Uh, so, 
Since you stepped on my line, how are, how are you, dear? <laughs> I'm alive. You're alive. I survived my first official university class. Yay. That is true. Yes, you know, you have finished. Insert your canned first applause here. Yay. I don't have my canned applause ready. Hold on. <laughs> but I finished. I got an A. Move on to class two starting in a week-ish. Yeah, a week-ish. So, you know. Good stuff. Having fun. Getting degrees. <laughs> oh, hold on. Oh, maybe not. Wrong button. No. Yay. Oh, thank you. Thank you. No, no, go on. <laughs> Bigger crowd. Interesting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so. I said I had it. I just didn't have it ready. <laughs> So, yeah, that's that's about, you know, where my life's at. Um, work is going. Work is going. Uh, Work's going for you. Y'all are getting busier. Oh, yeah. it's. I recently heard they're planning on hiring, like, four more techs. Oh, wow. Because we've got so much stuff since, like, we've gotten a bunch of new contracts and a bunch of new buildings and companies we got in. It is getting busy. It's getting annoyingly busy. Yeah. It's like some of the guys are like, ah, I don't want to go there. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> we're already getting ready for our peak season. Oh, yeah. So we're looking to onboard about 15 to 17 flex team members. Mm-hmm. Plus we have a group of people who do one job for six months and then they come over and do our job for six months. Yeah. There are work share people. Um, they're about to start in April with back with us. Some of them are returning. Some of them are new. Hmm. Um, just kind of the nature of a call center. There's always turnover. Yeah. And then at the end of our peak season, so hopefully like September or October, we're looking to hire, well, either at the very beginning of our peak season or at the very end, we're looking to hire two people to stay on our team permanently. Hmm. So we're doing a lot of onboarding. Getting ready for peak. Yeah. Fun. Fun. It's, it's like you're going from iron inside to oh shit, there's a lot of people here. Yeah. it's And they don't know how to do their job. It, yeah. That's the worst <laughs> part is that our job is very, very, very detail heavy. Yeah. Like we have a, when, when you look at, we're calculating people's income to try to approve them on these things, we have to be within 1% correctness. Yeah. Um, so it's a very difficult, very strictly limited position. And when you talk about, oh, well, we've only got like three weeks to train you on a job that has taken us years, years to master, you know, it's, it's not fair to them, but you know, you sign up for the shit. You applied, you went through this whole process. So it's not an easy job, believe no. it or not. It's not it's a call center that's not an easy job. Yeah. So very true. Damien, go to bed. God. Yep. Kids. Yeah. <sighs> I'm tired. We're usually tired when we have when it's showtime. Oh, well, because it's like eight thirty. It's late. <laughs> Most humans it's not late. I'm like eighty. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have an inner child. I have an inner old lady who wants to go to bed at nine and tell everybody to shut up. Yeah. We do. We live odd hours. That's just kind of our deal. That's very true. I mean, I live normal human hours. Like I have an eight to five job. Yeah, you do. But. I don't. You don't. I live on the complete (laughs) opposite time frame. Yeah. But it's also because of my work and because of my life, my life cycle. Uh, it kind of forces the boys into a really weird schedule. Yeah. It'll be interesting when they all end up in school. Yeah. That's when they odd. all go to school, not when they end up. Oh, look, you ended up here. I know. You, say that, like you say that like they're ending up in jail. I know, right? <laughs> like one of these days, you're going to end up in school. All your life choices have led you to this point. How do you feel? You know, no. When they go to school. Congratulations. How's it feel being All-American? <laughs> Lord. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. But story behind just did a whole Forrest Gump somewhere. month. So I've still got Forrest Gump on the brain. Okay. I kind of always got, got Forrest Gump. On yeah, the I've kind of always got Forrest Gump on the brain. But then somebody uh, from I forget which show chimed in 
uh, he's like, you know, it's like maybe two uh, all-star podcast hosts can uh, make up for the uh, crap storm that was this movie. And it just, it, it blew up from there. <laughs> it's just like, it turned into a kind of a Twitter war against the two people that hated Forrest Gump and the entire rest of the world. <laughs> it's like, no, you're wrong. The world tells you you're wrong. Sorry, Forrest Gump is, is an amazing movie and, and those, two so. peop- those two people can go to hell. You enjoy the movie, I'm sure, but I, mean, I know you're yeah, burnt out on it. Yeah, but it's not like, you know, the end all be all of movies. No, there, there, there are better movies. I, I, I can can't, live without it. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but there are better. <laughs> I can think of plenty. But anyway, <clears throat> your rants aside. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's kind of all we got for tonight. Good night, folks. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, We've had a lot going on recently in a. Have we? Because, like, I can't think of in anything. A, <laughs> in a the, this time of year, things get busy sort of way. Because, you know, Ooh, if, if you're know in something. the States, it's tax time. It's Yay. tax season. And, you know, most people with kids, you know, get a tax return. And it. my understanding is most people kind of do like we do with their tax return. And it typically ends up going towards, like, Family vacations and stuff. Yeah. Ours, well, this year we got a pretty good amount. So, we were able to do some splurgy stuff like get us a new mattress. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and parenting pro tip. I'm just going to say this for anybody. I don't care who you are, really. Do your damn taxes early. I do not understand people who wait until April 15th. I don't understand those people that are sitting there in line at the post office to get their tax returns postmarked by April 15th. Because they're doing their taxes. Like, well, I mean, I'm not going to do your damn taxes as soon as you can. I'm not going to judge anybody on that. You know, do your taxes when you can. I understand, but I feel like you should get it done and over with as Maybe early they as can't. You don't know their life story. I Calm realize down. that, but I do also know of a lot of people who procrastinate and are like, oh, Oops. I don't know how to do it. And yeah, turn <laughs> off your phone and your little jingle jingles. See, Fitbit even told me it's time for bed. It's 8.30. I know. Okay. But... Yeah, I just don't. I mean, yeah, do it as early as you can. I mean, hell, the IRS sends out messages saying, do your taxes as early as you can because it'll get you your your return. Enough. Yeah, yeah. but in our case, we already did our taxes. We've already received our taxes. Yes. And so, anyway, we're we're kind of in family or like household rebuild mode using that money. Kind of. We're being a little splurgy. Like like I said, we got a new mattress. Um, Hopefully, it'll be... A lot better than this one. Yeah. I have some weird back issue. I don't even want to know what's wrong with my back. I'm pretty sure I've got like a slip disc at least, if not herniated or something. Um, just because even to have somebody touch my lower back is like excruciating agony. Yeah. Like it sends this. All I can describe it as is like lightning shock through my whole body when somebody touches my lower back. Mm-hmm. It is just that extremely painful. Yeah. So I, I don't know. There's something completely wrong with my back. And then you have like a jacked up back. So. And it, and it has gotten worse with the crap cheap mattress that we got. So, yeah. Which so, is sad enough to say was is our crap mattress that's killing our backs now is better than the old crap mattress we had. It's very true. But so we got a new mattress and then. I'll have to send you the pictures to post on the page. Um, our dining room seat, which I love because it's this big booth, like restaurant booth style um, seat, has been completely shredded um, between the boys jumping on it and the cats scratching on it. It's just dead. Like, there is no salvaging it. It is beyond the point of, you know, any sort of return. Yeah. Um, we tried patching it with like black duct tape and points and for a while that worked, but then the cats scratched right through that too. Yeah. So or the boys would pick at it or the boys would pick and at it. It really doesn't help the seat. I mean, the seat's basically just falling apart. It really so. is. And I mean, it's only a few years old. Yeah. If that, um, but, the know. table is fantastic, but it's huge. It's a huge table and it's this huge seat that goes around the table Um, so we, I went on a mission to find a new seat 
which apparently does not exist because yeah. I had... it's really hard to find even finding the, the this style of table in like a regular table height is finding is yeah. proving quite difficult. Well, I had certain specifications that I was I set out with. Like I don't want leather again. I yeah. don't want that you know ability to have it ripped to shreds like this one because then yeah. what's the point? So I really knew I knew that I wanted wood. So I set out with this you know mission to find basically this in wood, which they make, but they're small, so they wouldn't fit around our table. And then we'd have to get like two sets of them. So that was like $1,500. And then I found one that wasn't wood. It was like linen or whatever. It was like upholstered in linen. Fully upholstered. Which would have worked except for spills and messes and cats. Yeah. Like it it would get shredded or it would get... Dirty. You know, in, inside of two days, it would be all like cheetah spots with spills from stuff. So. Yeah. So, then I was like, you know what? I don't want to have to spend like all night, every night shampooing the fuck out of this thing. Yeah. So, no. So, I was like, I, I I had no clue like what else to go to. And then for some reason, like patio furniture popped up when I was scrolling through Facebook. And I was like, hey, that's not a half bad idea. <laughs> So I went and looked at patio furniture and then that didn't really work out. And I was like, no, this is patio furniture. You know, it's no. Yeah. It was like, so, it's great for the, it kind of covers all those bases, but then it looks like wicker patio furniture in your kitchen. Yeah. And that's just, especially if we have a nice table and it would, it almost dragged down the look of the table having like kind of. patio furniture. Around. So then I was kind of back to square one again. And it was like, well, fuck, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And I really, you know, yes, we could just get chairs. Yes. We could just get regular benches, but I wanted something with a back and I wanted something where all the boys could sit at so that we didn't have to have 12 chairs at this table yeah, and try to, you know, scoot over here and you scoot over here and whatever. Cause that's a pain in the ass. Yeah. So. And it also has a big part of shaping the kitchen because of the yeah. way our, our house is kind of laid our out. Our house is very small. So we the kind of have the to kitchen have and living room and everything is arranged that it does as a kind of a role in shaping those rooms. Right. So long story short, I stumbled upon an idea on Pinterest that was a corner church pew, which was for sale. And I was super excited because it was beautiful. It was this like antique looking perfect color, that dark chocolate wood color with like sculpted edges and it was a corner bench and it was big enough to go around the table and it was perfect. So I clicked on it and I went to the site and it was eBay. I was so freaking excited because I could buy this off of eBay and we could have it and we could be done. Yeah, it was the UK eBay. So no, we couldn't buy it. It was in pounds. I don't think they do conversion. They do conversion. I've, I've shipping would be. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh yeah, it's like it converts for you. There's this little thing. I think I actually bought, uh, I bought a necklace for you that way. eBay and no, the company, no, it was the company that, uh, that I bought it from was in England. And so Uh, there's their prices were in pounds. I see. And so I had to do, I think PayPal has a conversion system. So it's like you have to pay through PayPal and PayPal does the conversions and all this sort of stuff. That makes sense. Um, PayPal, which is owned by eBay, but that's a whole other thing. But, um, but yeah, yeah, but shipping would have been a Yeah, couple. shipping on, you know, imagine a giant wooden church pew shipping from the UK to Arizona. So even if it was, if it was New York, I mean, oh, that's not terrible. Oh, yeah, add 3,000 more miles. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was just not going to work out. But that did give me the idea to look at church pews. So I went on eBay and kind of clicked around. I was like, well, there's really no corner benches for sale here in the US. And the benches that are for sale are like pickup only, which is understandable. It's, you know, a church pew. Like who's going to, you know, who's going to sell you one and ship it to you? That's just weird. Um, But I did have the brilliant idea to look on Craigslist and we found somebody posted them up this morning, which I'm so freaking excited about. Um, nine, 11 foot 
church pews for sale for a hundred bucks each. And I was like, how the hell can we possibly pass this deal up? Like, we absolutely can't. We have to get this right now. I don't care about the logistics. I don't care that we don't have a way to get an 11-foot pew into this house. We need this right now. Um, so I texted the person and I was like, hey, here's the deal. We want one, but we don't have a way to transport it. So two options. Can you either cut one in half and give it to us that way? Or can you hold on to it until like the 18th when we can get a truck and come out there? And I mean, they're only like 45 minutes away from us. So it's not yeah. a huge deal. And around, and I, I, I'm just going to point out to most people, 45 minutes of travel is a good distance. Well, for us, that's technically still in town. That's technically still in it's, town. It's in town in the the giant metropolis that is the Phoenix <laughs> metro area. And it's really, I mean, they're not even 45 minutes away. They're like 30. Yeah, it's more because it's like all surface streets. So that's going to yeah. stall me a bit. Yeah. yeah. So, um, the lady texted back and she was like, actually, my husband already cut one. Do you want that? It's like, yes, absolutely. We will be there tomorrow. Like, don't sell that one. <laughs> so I'm really excited because now we get to kind of like piece it together and figure out how we're going to cut it to where the ends can meet and it actually be a corner pew. And I'm so excited. I'm, uh, I'm like beside myself. I'm so excited. Yeah. No, I'm beside you. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Um, but yeah, so we're doing some upgradey things. We got our car worked on, got the brakes done, got oil changed. Getting ready to... Getting ready to take the van in to get the AC fixed. Finally. Because it's already 80 fucking degrees. Uh, if you want to remember that story from last summer. No, oh, good God. No, I don't want to. <laughs> I block painful memories. But... Um, but, you know, it's already getting up to 80 degrees in March. Yeah. So we need to get the AC fixed. Yeah. So yeah, those are some of the things that we're doing with our tax return. Yeah, like we're we're just kind of, um, you know, starting to work on, on paying off debt and stuff. Finally, oh I'm my just, god, I'm so so excited for that. You have no idea. Like I cannot wait to hit pay this month and get that freaking van paid off. I know. It's like 2017 is just going to be our our year to really start getting things going. Hopefully, because I mean we've we're going to be working on. Just eliminating debt. We're going to, and again, like the big thing is we're going to have our van paid off. And like that's suddenly hundreds of dollars a month we don't have to pay to that damn van. Yeah. And we're getting it all fixed up and stuff. So it's going to be less of a problem there. But also, well, and we just had it worked on last year. So we know the transmission, the transmission is, good. is good. The AC is going to be great. Yeah. Probably need new tires, but yeah, need- I was like, eh, put some new tires on it. But we, but we're gonna be, you know, the van is gonna be in good in, in running con- order. Yeah, in good running order. So, and we're gonna be able to start, you know, paying off debt and start saving money so we can get, you know, things going to try and buy a house. Yeah. So we have to because we can stop renting. <sighs> Not that I don't mind renting because you know it's it's easier. Yeah. To rent, something goes wrong, you call your landlord. Yeah. You call your property management company. And the air conditioner dies, you're not on the hook for five grand. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, it has its perks, but at the same time, we're still throwing away about $1,000 a month. Yeah. To a house that is not ours. That, uh, that kind of, it reminds me of a, I know you hate when I have TV and movie references. It, it just reminds me of a scene of a, an episode of MASH where the colonel's wife basically was saving money behind his back and yeah. and paid off their house like a year early or something. And, you know, he just checks, like gets a notification from the bank that their bank account is empty. And he's like, she sold the house and she bought a houseboat and she's all, he's all freaking out. And then he gets his, uh, his mortgage papers paid in full and, and everyone to have like a big mortgage burning party and all this stuff. And, yeah. Uh, but I just remember like him sitting there crying. It's like she wanted to buy a house. She didn't want to be in base housing. She wanted to be, she wanted to go around and say, I want to be able to put a nail anywhere I damn well please. Yeah. And, and that's kind of my motivation for wanting to buy a house because when we've been renting and be like, yeah, I want to change this or I want to fix this up or mm-hmm. and I was like, oh yeah, I, I want to go and do this or I want to plant a garden. 
I have no incentive. I would incentive. love to have a garden, but what's the point? Exactly. Renting. Exactly. I was like, I've had in or the last even, few houses. Even like, to, like we've wanted, we wanted to like lay sod in the back in the backyard, so that we can have nice grass and all this in the backyard. And then you know we think about it, and we're like, we're fucking renting. Like why? Yeah, would like we, why am I going to spend hundreds of dollars to put to to resod a house that in a year we won't be in possibly? Yeah. So we've so, never done it. Yeah. Which, yeah, that is one of the things. Plus, you know, we have our tortoise who needs a backyard. Yeah, she needs a backyard. Desperately. So she can get big. Yep. <laughs> I'm so excited. Blue's Clues, I'm so excited. Oh, my God. No, no. No, that's, no. No, 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 no. That's no. your show, not this show. That's no, no. not this show. No, it's because Ugh. this. No, this morning... Or yesterday morning, Charlie got up. Dad, we can watch Blue's Clues now. Blue's Clues. <laughs> I was like, seriously? So <laughs> I was just seeing it was relevant. It, yeah, it was just the, he got up and was like, Dad, we can watch Blue's Clues. It's on. <laughs> That's funny. Well, now he's going to be even more excited because we have Junior now. Yeah, now we got the Disney Junior and all that other stuff. We have cable again. Yay! Yay! I can watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Yay! Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all dropping off of Hulu. That yeah. was that was kind of sucking. Like a lot of shows that we were watching were actually yeah, dropping of my, off of Hulu. All of my binge watch reruns are gone now. I know. You've been, been watching a whole bunch of shows just because they were going away. Yeah. Project Runway, I did seasons one through nine, and now 10 through 14 are available. So, I've just been binge watching a fuckload of Project Runway. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah, so I mean, you know, hopefully, you know, keep y'all keep your fingers crossed, y'all. This is going to be a good year. Yeah, finally, a year for us to come out on top and not struggle and claw our way out from the bottom. Yeah, it's been it's been a rough few years, but yeah. it's kind of like we've said in the past, where like where our marriage is as strong as it is, and we know and we do the things we do because we've we've gone through a lot of shit. And yeah. we've, we've learned a lot of lessons and it's been, it's been an interesting little ride for the last seven, almost eight years now. Almost eight years. It'll actually be eight years when the next episode hits actually, which oh. will actually be our one year anniversary, anniversary of, the show? of the show. Oh, fun times. But yeah, we'll be, it's, it's, it's interesting years. to like, to talk about the stuff that we talk about like budget wise and house planning and stuff like that, because we talk about it very differently from other couples that have been married for a short time like us. Yeah. Other people is not a long marriage so far. No, it's really not. And other people in our position are still trying to figure out money and budgeting and you know, groceries for the house and yeah. family planning and stuff like that. And well, we didn't plan the family. <clears throat> no, we, we didn't do any of that. Was just that was surprise, surprise, <laughs> surprise, surprise. You know, yep. <laughs> um, yeah, that was four. Yeah, that was four. <laughs> uh, just making sure I wasn't adding a surprise there because yeah, no. we don't need that one right now. <laughs> um, but you know, we we kind of know what works for us. Not that you know that works for everybody. But we know our, we found our groove very early on. And when people come in now and say, oh, you should try this, you should try this. It's like, nope, nope, doesn't work. (laughs) Can't do that. (laughs) So. It's kind of like when I hear like a lot of financial planners and their, their advice to people like, it's like, yeah, that works for the guy who makes $180,000 a year. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah. He's got $85,000 in credit card debt. Um. He's a dumbass for having $85,000 in credit card debt. But um, he's got a lot bigger stuff to work with. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, you were in a million dollar house. You should have thought about things better. You just, you're bad with money. It's not it like, we're just, you know, we're normal people. We're, we're normal people issues, normal people budgets and normal people buying groceries. And we've, you know, we've learned these tips and tricks along the way to be normal people. Yeah, exactly. Like, we so, give normal people advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, you make 25 grand. So you like ramen, do you? <laughs> right. So 
Rice and beans. Hmm? Like, yeah, I know. It's like Dave Ramsey <laughs> says beans and rice. He means it metaphorically. When we say beans and rice, we mean beans and rice. You might want to consider buying them in bulk. <laughs> I mean, our rock bottom was ground turkey and mashed potatoes. And we've never been back there, but we always have that point to look back yeah, on. That was rock bottom. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's nice now. And even to be in the position to where we can help out other family members kind of without question. Yeah. You know, like my, <clears throat> my parents every now and then, like everybody does, they have their highs and lows with monthly income. Yeah. My dad is on a set income. My stepmom's a teacher. It's hard. I yeah. get it. We are in a position to where if they need, you know, gas money or they need yeah. grocery money, I wire it to them and they have it the next day, Yeah, you know, and it's pay me back when you can, if you can, if you can't, I don't care. Yeah. You know, they've had our backs so they, many times. Yes, they've helped us out so many times over the years where we were hit. We were just in a tight spot because, you know, especially when you living out here, bills fluctuate great, especially like utilities and stuff fluctuate yeah. a lot. And like suddenly you've got a $500 electric bill one month and you don't Fuck have grocery me. money. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that can happen. And so, yeah. They, they've built us out a lot. So, now Being, that we have yeah. the ability to, I have no problem. Yeah, exactly. It's like we have the, ob it's suddenly in our capability to help others. I'm no, we're, we are paying back. Yeah. In some way. Well, everybody I mean, that's everybody, helped us over the years. Exactly. Everybody has helped us over the years. You know, one of your sisters needed some money. So she was selling some of her stuff and we were like, you don't have to give that to us. We will just give you the money yeah, willingly, like take it. And she was like, no, you know, I, I not, I don't want to be like a mooch or whatever, which I totally respect. And yeah. it's cool of her. So we did end up doing that. But at the same time, it was like, I, I don't care either yeah. way. You can have this back when you want it. You yeah. know, it's yours. We're so just, just going to come over and I'm just going to, you know, <laughs> slyly sneak this back. <laughs> yeah. Right. We don't need it, but whatever. We'll hold on to it for you. And like my parents, I, you know, my, I, I ask my stepmom every now and then, you know, how are things going? Are y'all doing okay? Do you need anything? Yeah. And if she says no, I immediately wire them money. You know, it's, it's just. Yeah. We can finally do that. And it's, I'm just so glad that we can finally do that. And we can finally be helping others yeah. after everybody's helped us for so long. Yeah. And I mean, when we moved out here, we were dead. You know, we yeah. had, it was me, you and Charlie, and we bounced around from family house to family house mm -hmm. because we had no money at all. Yeah. The job offer that you had fell through the day we moved out here. Yeah. And we were both out of work for six months and everybody else was supporting us. So it, it feels good to finally be able to help and to yeah. do that. Yeah. To be the ones helping, not the ones asking. Yeah. So yeah. it's cool. I'm liking 2017 so far. So far. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 2016 was a shit show. Yeah. You know, we don't <laughs> talk about 2016. So yeah. the first rule <laughs> of 2016 is we do not talk about 2016. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, New year, new me. Whatever. New year. What was that other one? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, another good thing. Um, I found out I went to a new doctor. Oh, yes. A few weeks ago and, you know, started talking about like all the things that I think are wrong with me, which I've got like a laundry list of. <laughs> and uh, anxiety. Um, yeah, um, I, I told him, I was like, I'm pretty sure, you know, anxiety, asthma, Kind of just like basic health issues. Obviously, I'm very overweight. Um, <clears throat> you know, have trouble losing weight, have trouble not gaining mm -hmm. um, no matter what I do kind of thing. Look at a cake and gain five pounds. Pretty much. Um, be in the same room as food and instantly 10 pounds heavier. Um, so, you know, just talking about kind of like everything. Yeah. Um, and he was amazing. He listened to me. I went to this place as a walk-in, kind of expecting to just be shuffled into the deck of cards and forgotten. Yeah. And, I mean, he listened to me. He was like, you know, this is really good. You're trying to establish this primary care. Let's get just a basic workup of everything. And one of your concerns is low thyroid. So, let's test that, too. And got my results, and sure enough, I do have hypothyroidism. 
Um, it's not super low to the point of I need to be on like extreme medication. Um, but it's something that, you know, I, I could be on medication and this could help in other areas and, you know, just kind of help overall. So he did start me on a low dose of that. And oh my God, y'all, I have felt so much better. Like it has been insane. I, I don't know if this is the the normal or if this is just better, but I feel so much better. Yeah. You know, it's been really interesting. I mean, it's only been a week. It's only been a week. And yeah, the difference in, in, I mean, your energy level and everything has been amazing. Yeah. It's, it's just such a relief, you know, cause there was something literally wrong with me that it wasn't just, you know, I didn't want to do this or I, you know, didn't feel like doing that or that I wasn't dieting the right way or whatever. It was, there was literally something wrong with me. <laughs> so that in and of itself was kind of a relief. Yeah. Like finally I have an answer. Something that can explain the <laughs> lack of energy and the difficulty with weight and the, just all of the little, little things. That yeah. Just like, yeah. And to prove the point, I have lost four pounds in the week that I have been on my medicine. So mm-hmm. I'm very excited about that. And we've also started you on what was probably in, at least in our experience, what was the most successful diet plan yeah. that we've ever done for it's you. It's very low carb, very low sugar, and that means added and natural sugar. Um, so, I can't have a whole lot of fruits. I can't have kind of a whole lot of anything. Um, but, but we have put together kind of a menu of stuff that you do eat yeah. that has, even when you weren't on this medication, it was, you had more energy and you were mm-hmm. feeling better and you were, you know, so we got to, you know, kind of combining all of that together with the medication, you're yeah. so much better than you've, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing because normally I'm like a three or four or five Dr. Pepper a day drinker. Yeah. Um, just to keep going just for your energy just sake. to be alive um i am now on one a day and i only drink it because i'm allowed to you know i have built it into my diet yeah um i have felt no negative side effects from cutting back which normally if i don't have three or four or five a day mm-hmm. i get headaches i get cranky i get yeah. you know Horrible. It's basically like withdrawals. Yeah. I remember in the past when we've tried cutting back your Dr. Pepper intake. And I think when you were pregnant with, well, I think the last two pregnancies, they were like, they wanted you to cut them out flat. Nope. And we think we got you down to two. Yeah. But you were going, you were like stretching it as far as you possibly could in the day between them. And you would get really irritable and you'd get like shaky and headaches and all this from the you know, from not, not having that Dr. Pepper. And now suddenly you've basically voluntarily gotten yourself down to one a day in the last week. And I mean, just kind of cold turkey too. Yeah. I just stopped taking two. Yeah. You went from, you know, probably had four of them on Sunday and start your medication. And suddenly Monday you go to work and you, the only one you have is at dinner that night. Yeah. When you had one with you at work and you didn't drink it, which yeah, was kind just- of amazing to me. Didn't drink it. I take one with me to work every day. Yeah. I have yet to drink the one that I take to work. Yeah. Which is just, that's amazing both from a dietary perspective and from a you self-control perspective. Yeah. <laughs> you normally get up like where normal people get up and have juice or coffee. She gets up and has a Dr. Pepper. Usually. So, yeah. The fact that you're getting up and not having a Dr. Pepper until dinner time is quite amazing. Yeah. I think your dad would want, you know, like full 24 hour video surveillance to prove that you're not making this up. I know, right? No, I'm really, really not. I take one to work with me and I bring one home. It's the same one, I promise. <laughs> so, I'll start initialing the cans. Here's proof she didn't drink it. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool. I'm, I'm very excited that I finally have this. Yeah answer and uh, it'll be interesting to see what the blood work says when I go back for my refill because that's the only way that I'm going to know if this is just better or if this is you know optimal performance yeah you know is this the correct dose or do we actually need to up it more and if we up it more how much better is that going to be you know I don't know what normal is so 
I just know that I feel better than I did before. Yeah. That's, I get it. It's, it's nice to see you having the energy to get up and do and to not feel, not be so drained all the time. Yeah. Especially after all of the stress that like, because, you know, your first class with school and everything is like, you know, more is going to be coming up. It's going to get harder. It's going to be more stressful. You're going into a more stressful time at work. So to have all and of that for a promotion and all that extra anxiety, it, like you can't already be drained walking into an anxiety bomb like that. So, you know, this will be good for you in a very blanket, general way. Yeah, just big umbrella sort of way. Mm-hmm. No, I'm very excited. So that's another good thing. Another good pro in 2017. It's a pro 2017. No amateur 2017s here. <laughs> I know dad jokes, <laughs> uh, but I was there was something I was I was I, an article I read. And I don't know if we really have a lot of time to get into it, um, but it was funny because it was actually conducted by Wells Fargo. It was a study about. Um, it was like well, when I saw that Wells Fargo didn't. Uh, it was about. Uh, kind of assessing why uh, like the the uh, gender wage gap mm-hmm. and why are women uh why it basically exists why are women paid less and what they essentially uh found was it all boils down to experience and social consistencies i guess um they were like yes for the most part it just comes down to the experience pays and men generally have more experience and it's not because the women aren't provided the, the opportunities, but they just kind of found it was like, okay. in a lot of, a lot of it comes down to like just parenting. It's a, they found that like, you know, women have kids, they take time off of work for uh, having kids. And so they're, that's less, that's less on the job experience in their resume or they have kids and now they're having to their uh you get the there's always been that kind of battle between the overwhelming cost of daycare and work and how nowadays there you get a lot of people who are in families who are like it costs so much for daycare if i just don't go to work i'm saving more money than it's kind of then it's like I, I can just quit my job and stay home full time and in those situations women are resoundingly more likely to leave the workforce to stay home and take care of their kids. And it's a lot of these sort of situations and over and over, it just kind of comes down to like culturally women are more likely to step away from work for family's sake. And they basically their whole study kind of resulted in the, like what we need is we need daycare and childcare to be, more price effective, like price, uh, more reasonably priced so that people aren't forced to leave the workforce to take care of their kids. Like people, like women should be able to go to work and be able to stay at work if they choose and not be forced to leave their job on account of having to take care of their kids because it costs too much. Like, like There's I, a couple of companies out here actually yeah. that have onsite daycare. Yeah. And I've applied several times to both of these companies. Yeah. Those, um, those companies are hard to get into. They're hard to get into. And, uh, I mean, I think that's a freaking brilliant idea. Yeah. Um, one of my friends actually worked for one of those companies and she said it was so cool because the, the daycare would like do stuff during the day. Like they'd have the kids draw pictures or come up with stories or like do a, like a, they'd like rehearse a play or whatever. And then they'd come out onto the floor and do the play for all their parents that are working there. And then they'd go back into the daycare. I was like, Oh, that is so freaking sweet. Cause you get to see your kid during the day, you know, on your lunch break and go check in on your kid. And, yeah. And it's, way cheaper than, you know, taking them to a daycare. Yeah. It's not free, but it's, yeah, it's insanely a lot cheaper, cheaper than going to tiny tots or whatever yeah. care places right by you. Yeah. So I, I always thought that was super cool. Yeah. And there's one where you can take your pets to work, which I would just love to do. Yeah. Like I think we could say PetSmart has a great company policy. 
Oh, they like, really do. I like mean, they've got on-site daycare. Is, they've got like pet-friendly Fridays. There is a, a person in my building who I didn't think any animals were allowed, including service animals. But I guess this person has a service stress dog. Mm. It's this little Pomeranian Chihuahua thing that's missing an eye. Um, I think the dog needs her as a companion animal. Maybe. <laughs> but, you know, you see her walking this little dog. I'm her seeing eye person. <laughs> <laughs> you see her walking this little dog and then it sits at her desk and she doesn't sit too far away from me. So every once in a while you hear it yap. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's <clears throat> it's kind of interesting that we have a, an office dog. Yeah. But I'm like, we can bring animals to work? Like, can I bring my cat? <laughs> no. You just got to go online and get one of those stupid little placards and get him a vest. And then, I know, right? And then take Toby to work with this you. This is my asshole cat. He's an ass. He's a, he's a, he was a stress relief animal. See, he goes, nuzzle. And I feel happy. And I don't kill you all. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That's it. It's my anti-serial killer cat. Plus, he'll scratch you if you come near me. So, yeah. Yay. Personal bodyguard. <laughs> no. But, yeah, but it was, it was... I guess the biggest thing was it surprised me that it was Wells Fargo doing this sort of research, that any sort of a bank would be doing that sort of research kind of thing. But uh, I kind of wanted to see because of, I mean, that's kind of a situation that we've found ourselves in over the years mm-hmm. is why we work and live the schedule we do is that whole, that disparity of of the cost of health, yeah. of child care. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, that's that's why I work nights. I mean, we don't have our 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 gender wage gap goes the other way. You make quite a bit more than I do. Yeah, so now. <laughs> still, I, I'm a little upset with my raise, but yeah, it's what it is. Cost of living increase. It doesn't cover the cost of living. But whatever. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I I do. I make more than you, and I am up for a promotion, which will give me more again <laughs> if I get it. Um, yeah, because they just raised the minimum wage in Arizona. So for us, like company wide, they just did a big kind of like, Hey, everyone's going to be getting raises on account of, they just basically raised the minimum wage to what was our company minimum wage. You're like, Oh, well crap. We can't pay you guys. What is now minimum wage? You're like, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. So y'all got a, you got a pretty good increase. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, it just kind of is what it is. With that, with, you know, gender wage issues with us. And I don't think it's really an issue with us. You know, we've just kind of accepted that that's how it is. Yeah. It's like you work in a business with a company that just pays more than the business that I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, either way, you know, it doesn't matter who makes what. Yeah. It's all going together. It's all going together. We make the... Our house makes this much money. Our house makes this much money. And we are therefore able to live the life that we are able to live within that range. So it really doesn't matter who makes what. Yeah. And thankfully that's never been like an argument point for us. Yeah. It's never, we've never, and I I know there, there are guys who have those sort of hangups about, yeah. And I think that's more common when you're dealing with like, you know, the white collar businesses like, oh, you're the businessman guy and your wife works too. Businessman guy. Businessman guy. <laughs> Business guy, man. <laughs> da, da, da. Um, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, there, there are those guys that have that complex where, you yeah. know, I am the breadwinner. I have to be you know, the one to provide for my family, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I am the bread maker. I'm the one who has to feed all of you ungrateful punks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we, and we've talked about before where gender roles are completely topsy-turvy in our house. Now all we need is a Quaker. Because you can be the baker. I can be the candlestick maker. I've never seen you make a candlestick in my life. Really? I've made a few. Not since we've been together. I've seen you make jewelry. Beeswax and a hairdryer. Mm. It's fun. I had like a whole candle making kit when I was a kid. Mm. Good. Good. Never done it since I've known you. So (laughs) I have to take your word for that. (sighs) Y'all, it is late. And it's a butcher, a baker, and a candlestick maker. That was a Quaker. No. Pretty sure it's a Quaker. It's not a Quaker. 
100%. Oatmeal has nothing to do with this. <laughs> it's a butcher, a baker, and a candlestick baker. And I kind of do the butcher can, thing too. You can be the butcher too. I was like, yeah. So you wear two hats. I'm, I'm yeah. I'm two out of three here. Yeah. <laughs> you need to step it up. No, screw you. You, you can you can be the Quaker. I gave you children. You're welcome. <laughs> right. Child bearer is nowhere in this rhyme. You're throwing in Quakers. <laughs> so you know you want to throw. You can be the Quaker. Okay. And we'll get you a funny you can be hat. Be a cracker. And <laughs> get you a funny hat, and you can be the Quaker. Uh, what can you make of this? I can make a hat. Make a brooch. Make a pair of nuts. I like that movie. Um, yeah, I don't. It's just never been an arguing point for mm. us, which is lovely because there are a lot of couples that do have that issue. Yeah, and that's a you know a point of agitation where you know you're not allowed to bring up. Who makes what? And you don't talk about that. And, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't see yeah. why. Eh. I think the best <clears throat> approach to money matters is just being completely open and honest yeah. and as straightforward as possible. If you have a concern, don't beat around the bush. Yeah. And, you know, if there is something that you want to change, express that. Like, don't expect your partner to read your mind. Yeah. You know, if you need them to pay a bill, say, Hey, pay this bill. You know, don't, don't just expect them to, to know what to do. I mean, you know, I have taken control of our budget book and I, when I was doing like early, early, early in our, in our relationship, I was doing the, I was handling the books and the finances and all that. And because you are a, a ball of anxiety. Um, I'm very type A. Yeah. So it really just kind of came down to you not knowing where all the money was at any given time. You stressed me stressed out. Stressed this shit out. So I just, ba- I just like, all right, you do it. So now it's like, hey, I wanted to buy lunch. Can I? <laughs> Which, <laughs> like, I mean, it does kind of suck for you because you have to ask. You kind of feel like, like you have to ask I can look at the bank permission. account and the bank account can say, oh, yeah, we got all this money. Or like, uh, no, because this, 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 and this are coming out tomorrow. So, really, we have $9. Yeah. <laughs> like, we so, have 10 So, cents. can I get lunch? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it kind of sucks for you because you do kind of have to ask for permission to yeah. get stuff. It's like the, the, but, uh, the Harbor Freight book came out. It's like, so, there's this thing and there's a coupon and it's only $20. So, can I get it? Why are you asking me? Because I have no idea what's in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it, it works. You don't make a big deal out of it. Yeah. Like, it's not... It doesn't piss you off that you have to ask. No. You know. It's like I have no clue what's in the bank. It's like, I, and I, there have been instances where I didn't ask and like I, I bought dinner overnight while I was at work. And then the, and next, the next day, the next, what the hell? What the hell? It's like, we're overdrawn by 75 cents. I'm like, what? It's like, what the hell did you go there? And like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, the other, I, I will admit the other night, I think I, I treated uh, my check to dinner. I think we went to Subway and I was like, like, yeah, I should probably, uh, like, she's probably going to get pissed because I'm buying food, but oh, well, like, <laughs> we're all right right now. Like, we just got our taxes in. There's money in there for Subway. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then it turned into like, I hey, make that deluxe. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. And get the large drink. It's like. What if she's gonna bitch? Let her bitch. <laughs> like, give her a good reason to bitch at me. I'm gonna go all the way on my dinner. <laughs> go big or go home. Go big or like I'm not gonna have her bitch at me for five bucks. I'm gonna make this shit count. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make it worth it. But yeah, I mean, it's it's funny, but we've never had like arguments about it. Like I'll get on your case. Yeah. You know, yeah. If I'm if I'm blatantly over, if I'm like buying. You know, food every night when I'm at work. That's just financially irresponsible. Yeah. But, you know, and we, we do, we, we feel that pang of guilt when we go out to eat. It's like, we really shouldn't be spending like, yeah, shouldn't be. And like, you know, I'm, I'm just too tired to cook dinner. Like, oh, let's yeah. order a pizza. I don't want to do it. I don't want to spend the money. It's kind of like, like $30. My, it was like, we were talking about buying a Roomba. And we're like, ah, I was like, I'm a guy. I love gadgets. I love stuff. But You're I like a tech my guy too. But I you like, like techie stuff too. Yeah, I love gadgets. Like, it's a great, it's a 
fucking vacuum robot. It's a great thing, but they're fucking expensive. Yeah. Like, I, there's so many cooler more. <laughs> we could entirely upgrade the entire podcast rig to much better equipment for half the cost of a Roomba. So, yeah, I cannot for just... all five of our listeners. Yeah, all five. Hey, we were, it's around 20. Oh. <laughs> Pardon me. I love you all. But, uh, yeah, but we could... There's so many more things we could do with the cost of a Roomba that I cannot just like, I always kind of go back to my brother. He's like, it's like, I love stuff, but I love my money more. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, I gotta be able to justify this expense and I cannot justify a $500 vacuum. Yeah. That's why we have Which like a $30 Hoover. <laughs> our latest trying to justify this purchase is uh, a radio flyer foldable wagon for the boys yeah i really want it and i really see the benefits of it especially even after they're older and they don't fit in anymore it's a thing to carry stuff and i think it's great and i really want one but they are expensive so i've been like having this inner battle with i really want one and when i really want something i buy it yeah generally because (laughs) you know how much money that's that's just me (laughs) if i want it we're gonna get it and i'll figure the rest out later yeah that's usually (laughs) the case but then i present the idea to adam and it's like yeah no we're not getting that like well i want it so i'm gonna keep talking about it until we get it yeah there's a lot of like why not <laughs> you want to look at the price tag? <laughs> the, uh, my, I love stuff, and I'd love to get. I could, and and then you're like the, oh, I want to get this one or this one. I'm like, what do you? And then it becomes a, well, why don't we get both of them? Because one is too expensive, two is stupid, <laughs> <laughs> and you're paying a lot for the radio flyer name. I will admit to that. Yeah, but I, it's collapsible. Yeah, it's going to fall apart on you. It's collapsing. Oh God. Yeah. No, but yeah, I mean it. Yeah, that's the sort of those are the financial battles we have. The those we, are the battles we, that we the, have. Technically, we can afford it. We can financially but afford do to do it. But do we need it? it? Do we need to make that expense? Can you justify it? Yeah, you those know, are those the, are our fights. The logical justification of the expense. And I works. will admit, there are times when the expense is not justifiable, but it's something that I want. So I kind of pout till I get my way. Yeah, usually. <laughs> uh, it works like church pews cute hair flip <laughs> <laughs> and it works no the cute hair flip thing doesn't work on me because i could out hair flip you well now you can <laughs> freaking hippie get a haircut when i got a haircut you got mad at me this is true uh so any final thoughts dear because We've just rambled. This has just been a kind of a funny a chatting night. Rambly show. Yeah. We just haven't done a show in a while. So yeah, I know we, we missed, we missed the last show because you were sick and yeah, you know, yeah, kids. Yeah. Between sick and kids. And it, it was kind of funny that we missed the show because you were sick because if I'm sick, oh no, <laughs> so I can still sit here and push <laughs> buttons when I'm sick. Exactly. Like, hey, push the button monkey. <laughs> Perform. Dance monkey dance. I can't dance. No. I, okay, I can dance. I choose not to because I have dance. this whole thing called shame. You should not dance. Like, at all. <laughs> Phil Collins. I can't dance. I, no, you don't know that song. I know. No. Anyway. We've had some a ton of fun moments and fun little things with the boys. I would love to pull up any of these shits I shouldn't have to say in this house. However, my phone recently got a virus. So, I now have a new phone. And I have no messages mm-hmm. on here whatsoever. Whatsoever. So. Well, I gave you the little thing to transfer your, your stuff. It transfer your messages, too. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, because we've, yeah, actually in the last, since the last show, now that I think about it, we've actually both gotten new phones. Yeah. Because. Mine, there was just like an awesome deal on that phone, so I got a new phone, and then yours decided it wanted to be a jackroff and die. <laughs> oh, I do have a shit I shouldn't have to come across in my house. Um, so I think it's pretty well established that we make our own pizzas. Oh, okay. This like story. on, on okay. Friday nights, yeah. we always have our own pizzas. So you have like a batch of pre made pizza dough, yeah. um, either in the freezer or in the fridge. This time it happened to be in the fridge. <clears throat> and my oldest son 
comes in to our bedroom where I am in the bathroom. He knocks on the door, says, Hey, mommy. Yes, dear. Going to the bathroom. What do you want? Like, oh, I just wanted to let you know that Damien took a big thing of dough and he stuck it on the wall in our closet. Are you fucking kidding me? So I get out, I get finished, I get out, and I go look, and sure enough, there's a big blob of dough, pizza dough, stuck in their closet, just on the wall. Like, oh, fucking great. Like, what the hell is this? You know, midnight snack? What are y'all doing? What are you thinking? I can never figure out what goes through, especially with him, I can never figure out what goes through their minds. I just, I, I don't get it. So, I had to, you know, carefully peel pizza dough off of the fucking closet. And thankfully, there was no damage to the paint. All was well. Oh, yeah. Aside from all the crayon all over the house, I don't think well, yeah. <laughs> damaging paint in this house is really on our... Like, yeah, paint's fucked. Paint's fucked. We got to worry about that in a whole other... That's a later thing. Yeah. But, you know, fun shit that we have to... Do in our house. Yeah. For me, it's just been a lot of boys, like, boys being boys getting older and watching the boys, especially with, like, the little ones as they're getting a little more mature and, you know. But he's not allowed to grow up. He and I've had that Yeah, he's growing up. And that's the thing. It's like, he's, like, having the conversations he has now, he's such a smart ass. He's so funny. And... The the things he'll say to me, just... Did you catch the other day when he goes, hey, dad, I want a kiss. And so, you gave him a kiss. And then he goes, oh, yeah. Hey, mom, daddy stole your kiss. Like, <laughs> no, oh, smart ass. You little shit. <laughs> <laughs> he totally tried to get you in trouble. I know. He's like, he's like what the hell? I'm, yeah, I'm just sitting there like, what the hell? I just... <laughs> I thought it was great. Because we have established... Like, Here, hold this. Thief! 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 <laughs> I have established with the boys that mommy is the only one who gets kisses. Daddy does not get kisses. Yep, because all, all the kisses belong to mommy. So, Bug leans over and says, hey, dad, I want a kiss. And so, he gets a kiss. And then immediately, like... Immediately The next around. second turns to me and goes, mommy, daddy stole your kiss. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> Just smart ass. <laughs> So yeah, these are these are the things that we deal with. Yep, with boys, dough yep. on the wall and adorable. Yep, we've got equal parts chaos and, and adorableness. <laughs> is that a word? It is now. Damn it. Okay. We can make up whatever the hell words we want. It's our show. SS makes shit up. Yep. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. March is the month for podcast awareness. There's there's kind of a thing going this month that a lot of There is a thing going this month and it is Tripod T R Y P O D um where we as podcasters encourage you to listen to podcasts like Which this one. You are doing right now. But what we kind of want to do is We're get going somebody to broaden your horizons. Open oh. your mind. Get- Sorry, Harry Potter marathon. Yeah. Um So, my recommendation on this hashtag tripod evening is one that I feel would really introduce you to our sort of humor and really give you an understanding of how fucked up we actually are. Um, I want you all, if you don't already, to listen to Welcome to Night Vale because it is fucking amazing. There are several, several backlogged stories that you will need to get through. It is basically this fictional world that you enter and you learn about Night Vale, this community place through the <coughs> the voice the of voice Night Vale of, Radio. The voice of the Night Vale Radio broadcaster. Um, it is hilarious. It's creepy. It's weird. It's sad it's everything you know and it's it's great and when you've been listening they're they just passed i think we're at like 104 right now it's like season yeah. five um but when you've listened to the whole series it, it's one of those shows you you start listening like you can jump in right now and you're gonna jump in right now and you're gonna be like Okay, I have to see where this came from. And you end up going all the way back to the beginning because you want to know the whole story. Yeah. 
And I mean, it's, it's so well written and yeah. just very. They've built a, an amazing world and really have. developed a canon in within that. It's like, you've got to, like, there are rules in Night Vale. There are things. Yep. And there's an entire, like, community of people that are, that are just live around, that are just obsessed with this world that yeah. they've created. So, hashtag tripod. Welcome to Night Vale. Please go listen. And share with other, like, if you know anybody who, isn't no doesn't listen to podcasts. That's really what this is about. Is get people who aren't podcast listeners to try one out. And if if you know someone who's got that twisted sort of sense of humor, get that's the one to do it, I think. That's the one. That's the one. That was like the first That's the one that got me hooked on podcasts. That was the yeah. first podcast I started listening to was Welcome to Night Go. Yeah. And I mean I had a lot of episodes to catch yeah. up on, so I had a while. And then I started branching out. And we will talk about more of the ones that I listen to because it's my show. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. But that is the first podcast that I ever listened to. And that is the first podcast that you should branch out and listen to besides us. Yeah. Because we're we're a sit down and chat. And that's that's a good story. And I think that's a lot of people. It's very books on tape. Yes. It's very books on tape. It's a very good style of show. To dip your toes into the podcast world. Although, in the Night Vale world, I wouldn't recommend dipping your toes into anything. No. Just just saying. Especially, don't go to the beach. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. And whatever you do, do not go to the dog park. There's no dog park. Do not look at the dog park. Do not acknowledge the existence of the dog park. <laughs> <laughs> but, I think you've listened to us ramble... For long enough. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, Indeed. Dot com. No. They're not paying us. <sighs> nope. Maybe they should, just for that. <laughs> yes. But, since we've come to the end, it, it's now the part of the show where I get to I get to spiel. So spiel. So spiel. So, remember everybody out there in, in internet podcast listenerville. Hello. 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 Uh, you can catch all of our back episodes and, and back rolls episodes, not back rolls. Rude. <laughs> you can catch all of the previous episodes and and fun whatnots at momanddadcuss.blogspot.com, and you can find us on Facebook and get all our little. I think we're probably the most active there because we get all like little things and parenting memes and stuff of that sort at uh, on Facebook at Mom and Dad Cuss and I don't know if tonight we actually did a little like prep pre-show Facebook live thing. I don't know if we're going to do that again. We might. I don't know. We might. I think if we do it again you might choose to dress a little more appropriately. Actually wear a bra. Yeah. Uh, and as always you can if you reach out to us there because we're definitely most active there. Easiest way to reach us. Or if you want to be a little more anonymous, you can drop us a line at mom and dad cuss. I'm an I'm an I'm an I'm an I'm mom and dad cuss at gmail.com. Don't Nope. I don't talk so good. Um, <laughs> Are you done? Two years as a podcaster and I still just stumble over word like anonymous. Are you done? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> I've been Adam. I'm Rihanna. Uh, good night, everybody. Good night.